I'm Jennifer Spivey, and you are listening to Coffee and Connect, an outreach of People's Church in Winter Haven, Florida. At Connect Women's Ministry, we believe there is power and blessing that comes from making connections with God and with each other. Thanks for connecting with us today. I pray that the podcast is a blessing to you. Now let me turn it over to today's host. Hey there, my name is Hope, and I'm excited to welcome you to the Coffee and Connect podcast. Today and for the next few weeks, Pastor Jennifer is teaching on the foundational discipline of fasting, and hopefully you'll find that this practice isn't as difficult as you think. Let's take a listen together. What I believe is that fasting is an important foundational spiritual discipline that every Christian ought to be involved in in some, on some level, um, in some way, on a consistent and regular basis. But I also know that we have an enemy. So one of the tricks of the devil is to make the word of God or the instructions of God seem so extreme and so impossible and so impractical that it possibly couldn't be applied to our lives today. But that's just not true. God wants us to be successful. God loves us. He wants us to be healthy. And if he's asking us to do something, then we ought to research and we ought to obey we ought to get involved in doing that thing you know a lot of times when i say fasting i start hearing a lot of excuses and people reject the idea of fasting i think it's because the fast that they immediately go to in their mind is jesus's 40-day fast in the wilderness and so jesus did go 40 days without food and water and it was tremendous and i don't want to downplay that we put a lot of emphasis on it and we're right to put emphasis on it However, the devil has deceived you when if he, if he's made you think that that is the only way to fast or that's the only proper way or the only effective way to fast because I hear a lot of people say things like, "Well, I can't fast because I have diabetes. I can't fast because I'm gluten-free. I can't fast because I have digestive issues or I can't fast because of fill in the blank here whatever the physical limitation is that you think exempts you from fasting." Um, it's not true. And so I think a lot of times we just reject the idea of a fast out of hand because we're not entirely sure what it is. But there's many, many types of fast. There's many ways to fast. There's many reasons to fast. And so I wonder sometimes if people know what they're saying no to. So a fast, let me tell you what it is. A fast is a dedicated time of making an effort to deepen your relationship with the Lord. A fast is a means to drawing closer to God. A fast means that you're pushing away something that your flesh craves so you can pull closer to you something that your spirit craves. Let me tell you something that's going to happen as a result of a fast. A fast is going to sharpen your senses. A fast is going to heighten your spiritual sensitivity a fast is going to bring about answers to prayer that I don't think you can get other ways. I think there are certain prayers that you're going to need to fast in order to break through. A fast will bring you victories that you didn't think were possible. A fast will draw you closer to the Lord. Um, Jesus preached in Matthew chapter 6. He said three things. In 6.2, he said, when you pr- give. In 6.5, he said, when you pray. And in 6.16, he said, when you fast. I think that these were three things that were foregone conclusions in his mind. If you were a disciple of Christ, these were things that you were going to do. They're not bonus. It's not extra credit. It's when you give, when you fast, when you pray, not if you do these things. 
And I think it's no wonder the devil wants us to be afraid of a fast. Isaiah 58 describes a fast that God has chosen. I want you to hear what this says. Isaiah 58 says, is this not the fast that I have chosen? And here's what comes out of this fast. It's, it's tremendous. Listen to this. To loose the bonds of wickedness, to undo the heavy burdens, to let the oppressed go free and to break every yoke. Is it not that you share your bread with the hungry or that you bring to your house the poor who were cast out or when you see the naked that you cover him and not hide yourself from your own flesh? Then your light, then after a fast, your light will break forth like the morning. Your healing will spring forth speedily. Your righteousness will go before you. The glory of the Lord will be your rear guard, that final piece of, of armor. Verse 9, then you will call and the Lord will answer. You will cry and he will say, here I am. If you take, let me stop right there. So here's the benefits from a fast. No wonder the devil wants us to be afraid of it. No wonder the devil wants us to stop us, wants to stop us from pulling this weapon out of our pocket because he knows what the end result of a fast is. And the end result is he loses. The difference between victory and defeat in your spiritual life is going to be consistently applying these foundational disciplines. So if now that we know what a fast is, and I'll return to Isaiah 58 before we close out, but let me tell you what a fast is not. A fast is not some kind of cruel diet that's going to make you sick. Jesus went to extreme lengths for your healing and your health and your wholeness. The Bible says by his stripes, we were healed. And so God's not going to ask you now to do something that would make you sick. He went to great lengths to make you healthy. God is aware of your physical limitations. He knows you better than anybody else. So he's not going to ask you. He's, he wasn't setting this example to purposefully ask you to do something that would hurt you. God loves you and God and everything that God asks you to do will ultimately draw you closer to him. So let's just expose the lie of the devil. It's a fast is not something extreme. It's not something impossible. It's not something impractical. And it is not something that does not apply to your life today. So let me go back to Isaiah 58. Let's um, start in verse 9. The Lord will call and this is at following your fast, the Lord will, then you shall call and the Lord will answer. You will cry and he will say, here I am. If you take away the yoke from your midst, the pointing of the finger and speaking wickedness, if you extend your soul to the hungry, satisfy the afflicted soul, then your light will shine in the darkness and your darkness will be as the noonday. The Lord will guide you continually and satisfy your soul in drought. He will strengthen your bones. You will be like a well-watered garden whose waters do not fail and like a spring of water. Those from among you, in verse 12, shall build up the old waste places. You will raise up the foundations of many generations and you will be called the repairer of the breach, the restorer of streets to dwell in. So look at what's coming out of this fast. Wickedness is... The bonds of wickedness are being loosed. Chains are being broken. The oppressed are going free. Yokes are being broken. We have enough to share with people who are hungry. Our light will break forth like the morning. Your he your healing will break forth speedily. Your righteousness will go before you and the glory of the Lord will be your rear guard. God will call when you answer. You will build up the old waste places. You will, you will be known as the repairer of the breach the restore of the paths 
that lead home. No wonder the devil doesn't want us to be involved in a spiritual discipline that would bring all of these benefits. And I want to tell you, there's a learning curve with a fast. And so when you start off fasting, you know what you're not going to start with? You're not going to start with 40 days, no food and no water. Now, I'm afraid that somebody just heard me say that that's the goal and that's where you're going to end up. A 40-day fast is not the end goal. It's not where you're trying to end up. It's That's the devil again telling us what God wants. He doesn't know what God wants. God wants you to draw closer to him. We're trying to achieve intimacy with the Lord. We're not trying to check something off a list. So Jesus was able to achieve the 40-day fast, and maybe someday you will. But the goal for you is to be close to God. The goal for you is to break loose of the chains of wickedness. The goal for you is to have to let your light break forth. Your it's it would the goal for you is to let your darkness be as the noonday. The goal for you is to have your spirit your spiritual sensitivity heightened to a point where you call to God and he answers you and you know that he answered you. Jesus' fast in the wilderness was just one of many different types of fasts in the word. And so over the next couple of days we're going to talk about those different types of fasts. So I want you to hang with me and let's talk about a couple of different kind of fasts in the word and see where you can, what your on-ramp is to this spiritual discipline that I think is so important. Next time we talk, we're going to talk about the different types of fasts. And I think that you're going to be surprised at how accessible this is and how um, this is something that everyone in any kind of situation, physical situation, emotional situation, spiritual situation, any of us could be involved in fasting on some level. It's going to be good. God does need for you to experience victory in all areas of your life. And fasting is a discipline that will help us in our walk with Him. I hope you'll join us next week when Pastor Jennifer gives us a few examples of different kinds of fasts. We're praying for you. Thanks for listening in today. We'd love to hear from you, whether on today's topic or perhaps on something you'd like to hear discussed. Email us at connectwomensministriespcwh at gmail.com or find us at People's Church Winter Haven on Facebook or Instagram. Thanks again for joining us for Coffee and Connect, and we look forward to connecting with you again soon.